everyone, it is Tuesday, October 20th, 2020, and you're listening to an episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brad Azalek, and I'm here to talk to you about car news, car culture, and car whatever. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of a different thing. Uh, as I said in yesterday's episode, we're just a short bit of time away from the announcement of the 2022, technically, I think, uh, Hummer by GMC electric pickup truck. Actually, we are just under an hour away from that announcement. And I wanted to kind of record something before and something after to kind of talk about what this thing is. Uh, If you've been living under a rock, uh, you may not have heard, but the Hummer brand is coming back kind of, sort of, at GM. Uh, GM is basically resurrecting the Hummer brand and the Hummer models in a roundabout way. Uh, And they're going to be selling them through a GMC dealer network across the country. And these are going to be electric trucks based on an all-new platform with an all-new battery and motor technology called Ultium. Uh, This is going to be the first major vehicle release uh, with this battery, with this architecture to hit the streets. The other one, I think, is the Cadillac, uh, what is it, the Celestique? Or is it the Lyric? I get confused on which one of those is coming first. But uh, both Cadillac and GMC will have electric vehicles uh, by the end of 2021 uh, as their flagship models. Uh, This Hummer is promising to be a fully off-roadable, fully capable, near enough full-size pickup truck. Uh, It's going to be a little bit smaller, I believe, than a comparable Sierra or Silverado, uh, but definitely bigger than the Colorado and the Canyon. Uh, GMC is saying that this is going to have 1,000 horsepower, and then they're saying it's going to have some number like 10 or 15,000 pound-feet of electric torque. I assume that means that they're basically measuring the torque output per motor and then multiplying it by the gear ratios. Uh, In actuality, that's not how it's really supposed to work, so it's probably going to be somewhere around, uh, I don't know, probably close to 1,000 pound-feet of torque, 800 plus uh, in real-world testing, but, you know, of course, we will see. They're also rolling out a bevy of other things uh, with this vehicle, including what they're calling crab mode, which is similar to uh, Rivian's tank turn mode, where basically they're actuating different sides of the vehicle uh, to basically be able to turn the vehicle in one spot. Um, it's a neat trick. It's especially neat off-road, uh, but it's something that I can't imagine many people will be using. Now, the big thing here is, what is GM doing when it comes to selling this to someone? Uh, You know, it does have the Hummer branding on this truck, so in theory that would mean that they're focusing more on off-road capacity. But because this is a Hummer by GMC, that also means it needs to be a professional-grade, useful vehicle. And... In the end, you know, it seems like everybody and their mother is going to be releasing an electric pickup truck within the next 12 to 24 months. But uh, this particular truck, I think, is definitely going to be both style and substance, which is going to be a pretty, I guess, novel way to go into the market. I think really, when it comes to electric pickup pickup trucks, 
Rivian really seems to be the leader at this point in terms of tangible trucks that are rolling off an assembly line in Illinois. Uh, they are, uh, you know, pre-production trucks, uh, but they are making things and they seem to have a lead on battery technology and platforms and electric motors and they're taking some really interesting design choices uh, that I think this is going to be a really weird way to explain things. I think, you know, Tesla and the Cybertruck is the apple of the electric pickup truck market. Uh, I really feel like Rivian is more the pixel approach where it's it's enough. It's going to do the things that people care about most well. And the style is very subtle. It's very plain. It's kind of flat, if anything. And I think it looks really good, which is not necessarily something we can say about the GMC, at least based on these pre-production images. Uh, it looks like a Hummer. It reminds me a lot of the Hummer H3T that they parted uh, in the late aughts as GM was in the midst of its bankruptcy uh, proceedings. The H3T, for all that it was and wasn't, you know, it was a pretty nicely sized truck that you could get with a V8 and a stick and you could go off-roading with, uh, which is not something you can really do with a lot of trucks these days. Uh, stick aside, you know, the H3T was actually a pretty capable thing and, you know, kind of picking up where that general idea left off, I think this Hummer pickup uh, is really going to be an interesting vehicle in the Civic. Now, the other questions are, of course, you know, what kind of added features are going to have? Is it going to be a super cruise vehicle uh, with that technology from Cadillac giving it, like, roundabout level two autonomy? Uh, is it going to have the kind of range that a pickup truck should have, you know, 400 plus miles of, of electric range? How much of a penalty are you going to be taking while towing or hauling anything uh, of, you know, noticeable weight? Uh, what kind of charging network is GM going to be rolling out with this vehicle? Uh, what kind of charging speeds is this thing going to be able to charge at? Uh, I think there's a lot of questions that a lot of people have. And I think really more than anything, the biggest question is price. Uh, Rivian had been saying that they wanted to release the R1T. R, right? Yeah, R, yeah R1T. Gosh, that's the name. Too many letters and numbers with everything. The R1T is supposed to be around the price of a high-spec uh, full-size pickup truck. So sixty dollars to $70,000 to start somewhere in that neck of the woods. Uh, the Cybertruck, I think, is supposed to be well north of fifty dollars to $60,000. Tesla seems to have a moving target with what they want to price that vehicle at. Uh, Ford and their electric F-150 will probably be right around sixty-ish thousand dollars. GM has talked about an electrified uh, Silverado and Sierra eventually at some point. Um, that Silverado is meant to be more of a work truck. So the question is, you know, are they going to be able to get that around fifty-ish thousand dollars? So where does this GMC Hummer? fit in that equation. Is it going to be a $70,000 pickup? Is it going to be a $100,000 pickup? Um, there's really not a precedent really for this. And the other big thing I think for me, and I've talked about this on the show, is if this kind of branding exercise works, and by that I mean having a dead brand come back as a specific model or a specific set of models within a larger brand at GM, 
how likely is it that we're going to see brands like Pontiac and Oldsmobile make a return? Um, because, you know, I have advocated at length on Twitter about uh, having Oldsmobile return as an all-electric brand for GM uh, and really pushing boundaries in terms of design and engineering. But, like, you know, we could get an Oldsmobile Aurora by Buick. That would be a pretty cool way to jump into the electric future with that car company. And just the same, if they wanted to build a sporty, you know, fun electric car, you know, what what are the chances that GM could decide to do a Pontiac by Chevrolet kind of thing? I don't know. Maybe do an electric solstice revival. That might be kind of cool, but yeah, I, I really don't know what to make of this. So uh, let's see. I think we got about 45-ish minutes until the official details get released by GM. So uh, after the break and after this announcement plays for everyone else, uh, we'll pack in some thoughts about the new truck. Well, it's been a few hours since the debut of the Hummer EV by GMC, and uh, yeah, I have to say that I'm very impressed with what GM has managed to put together. Now, that shouldn't be uh, a super controversial thing. You know, it seems like most of car Twitter tonight is in general, I don't know, praise of the vehicle. Uh, I, I, it's very strange <laughs> that such an impressive electric model is a full-size, fully capable off-road vehicle that caters to such a narrow potential buyer's market that, uh, yeah, it feels really weird to think about. So, uh, most of the things that we knew are, are the case. It's the thousand horsepower um, dual motor EV. It's not super clear if it's four independent motors or if it's two motors with different axles front and rear. Um, it's 11,500 pound-feet of torque, which again, I don't think is the actual number. GM's cooking that just a little bit. Uh, it's gonna have an 800 kilowatt hour charge capacity um, that's gonna be able to add up to 100 miles of range in 10 minutes or less. Um, I'm wondering if that's going to have some level of stipulation, like the battery has to be at a certain percentage before then, um, let alone warmed up. Uh, I don't even know who's going to have the capacity chargers to be able to do that. Um, I know GM has a partnership with EVGO that they're continuing to expand on, um, but I don't know of a single charging company that has anything close uh, to that kind of output just yet. Uh, but this is an all-new Ultium chassis running the Ultium batteries with the Ultium motors. This is meant to be a full-fledged flagship into this new generation of electric vehicles at GM, and it is incredibly impressive. Zero to 60 in three seconds with what they call watts to freedom. Uh, it's 
it's the dumbest marketing name I've ever heard for a thing. And yet, you know, considering this is probably pushing 6,000 plus pounds, three seconds zero to 60 is downright insane uh, for something this large. Uh, crab mode is not at all what I would have expected. Uh, instead of being just a, you know, turn in place type thing like what Rivian's doing with the R1T, instead crab mode uses the four-wheel steering system on the vehicle, which apparently has a pretty big angle of attack at the rear uh, to offset the front to make this thing handle really well. Uh, it uses that to actually drive the vehicle in different angles while on a trail and presumably in a parking lot. Not really sure how that's gonna work, but yeah, basically you can drive the car sideways almost, um, you know, and it's gonna give you the ability to take this thing off-road in ways that genuinely no other off-road vehicle has had uh, the capability to get to. Uh, the air suspension on the Hummer is gonna be able to raise itself as high as six inches above the ground. Uh, this thing's gonna be fully cladded with skid plates and protection plates. Uh, and I mean, genuinely speaking, like I don't know if there's going to be a vehicle sold by a manufacturer from the outset, from the factory, that's gonna have this kind of off-road capability this side of like, well, what used to be the Hummer H1. Uh, it is mind-boggling uh, the kind of things that they're going to be able to do with this. But, you know, all of the performance things aside, style-wise, you know, it looks very Hummer, like I said. It really reminds me a lot of the H3T. But I think the overall execution, especially with the removable roof panels taken off, which is a Targa on the front, and a T-top on the back. Uh, it really reminds me a lot of the Warthog from the Halo video game franchise. It's got this very big, broad-shouldered appearance with these massive open wheel arches. Uh, the interior has got this broad, like flat, wide look to it that's very muscular, and it's it's impressive it, it's 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 weird when you say that like a hummer has style because hummers even even the stylized hummers the h2 and the h3 really didn't have that great of a look to them and it's because you know they're all designed to look like the humvee and the h1 and yeah it, it, it's it's a good looking car and it's got this interesting uh design feature in the front headlight. I think it's the passenger side headlight uh, that's basically going to be a battery level indicator while you're charging it. And so the headlight will fill with these LED diodes uh, to tell you, you know, where your state of charge is at, which is, you know, a bit of a gimmick, but it's cool. There is a design feature on the exterior that's got this uh, black, I don't know if it's metal or if it's plastic American flag thing on there. I think that's a little tacky personally, um, but I think that has more to do with us millennials and zennials being burnt out with that kind of iconography. GM really seems to be targeting, you know, a very specific group of buyers who 
undoubtedly have the money for a very expensive vehicle and you know getting them excited about an electric car is the right move i mean you know this thing is going to be unstoppable off-road it is going to be the biggest and baddest pickup truck that you can buy no doubt it is going to be something that is going to feel like a seismic shift in terms of truck performance and it just happens to be electric and that is not at all what i think people expected uh speaking of things that people didn't necessarily expect uh that is the price gm talked price right away uh, now granted they're only talking about the first edition models uh the first edition vehicles are going to start at 112 something something a little bit less than 113 thousand dollars so not cheap now that is a special edition model so that means that the regular uh hummer evs will probably be a little more affordable uh, but when we're talking a vehicle that probably is going to start somewhere around high 80s low 90s for a base trim vehicle you know i mean if you're if you're into that part of the segment and you know you can make the argument too that a fully loaded sierra is not too far off of that price point uh yeah it's 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 way cooler than what i want to admit that it is i really like it i i really do uh you know the big question is you know how's this going to stack up like i said in the other segment uh with other electric pickup trucks that are coming you know you've got the r1t which is a very well-known category product uh, i think they said they were shooting for 60 to 70 grand you know that one definitely seems like the smart normal person purchase uh, me being me that would probably be the one I would get, even though I come from a diehard GM family and I'm very excited to see them uh, knock it completely out of the park uh, with this. Uh, you've got the F-150E, or whatever they're going to call it, the electric F-150. We still don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I think that's going to be kind of the everyman one. Um, I'm definitely more interested to see how they adapt whether it's their own designs or if it's Rivian's designs for the motors and the batteries, um, I think they are going to have a very practical, um, easy-to-use truck because it's really not going to be anything more than a current F-150 with, you know, uh, an electric powertrain. I mean, that's really going to be it. It's the electric Silverado that also has my interest peaked, especially when Chevrolet is saying that they want to make it a very value-oriented electric pickup truck. So how much of this Hummer EV boils down into the Chevy, I think is going to be interesting to know. If it's something where maybe it doesn't have the four-wheel drive system, but it's rear-wheel drive, has some of the power, if not most of the power, is really focused on towing and hauling, uh, that could be a pretty interesting vehicle later on down the road. So, you know, we'll see. I, I think GM really shot for the moon. Uh, I think they are really setting the stage for some interesting stuff with the Ultium project. Uh, I'm very excited to see what comes of it uh, here in the future, and I hope you are too. Well, anyway, guys, uh, that pretty much wraps up this episode of the salvage title podcast if you want to follow along with me and the rest of car twitter uh, you can do so at twitter.com slash yssman and you can follow along with uh, this podcast at anchor.fm slash salvage title uh assuming 
we've got some news later this week. Uh, we can do another episode tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, we'll maybe do a big wrap-up of other things uh, closer towards the end of the week. Uh, all that being said, mask up, wash your hands, be safe, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Salvage Title Podcast.